0: Welcome to Our Imperfect Life, the podcast addressing the unscripted reality of daily life. Now, here are your hosts, Rob and Patricia.
1: Well, hello there. My name is Rob.
2: And I'm Patricia.
1: Welcome again to Our Imperfect Life with Friends.
2: Yes, part two of Maria Brigantino.
1: Maria has ripped the band-aid right off.
2: Oh, boy
1: as you recall from part one, and now we are headed into part two, which is a little bit deeper. So I hope you enjoy what we have for you. You're going to find out some different things. And and to some of you, it might even be a case of, wow, that's me too. And not only on my side, but also Patricia's side. Some of the stuff that we share with Maria and, and Maria talks to us about. So
2: I don't know why I get so speechless with these, but it's just, this was an amazing, amazing four weeks, and this is only week two.
1: As we move in right now to part two, hopefully you enjoy. Well, here we are again. Welcome, Maria, back to our podcast.
0: So glad to have you with us again.
2: Yeah, week two. I'm excited.
0: I'm so excited. I've been thinking about the two of you all week. Oh. And just so your audience knows, we have not not connected about anything this week. So this is going to be as new to me as it is for them.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Totally new. Yeah. Yeah.
0: where should we start (laughs) well the cool thing about this journey is that we're human and so we're gonna see some stuff and then we're not and we're gonna see some stuff and then we're not and so whatever you saw this week is perfect and there's no like right or wrong trajectory but I'm just curious about what's showing up for you in this moment to talk about and I know our conversation will go where it's supposed to
2: Exactly. Um, we have that trust. Um, for me, I actually wrote it down. I felt fat, and I'm like questioning myself in a way because I'm like, "What does that? F- what does that even mean? I feel fat. Like, what is fat as a substance? It doesn't have feelings. It's me feeling fat. <laughs> so then I started, of course, like going down this this trail of like. Society tells me because I'm overweight and I have a BMI that I'm fat, obese. And I'm like, just because I went and I sat on my bed at the end of the day, that's not a feeling of fat. So it kind of like brought me down to like, what, what are you telling yourself? And it's such a, it felt like such a negative, but then it was like also like kind of like an opening for me that, wow, you've been saying that a lot, a long time and never sat and
0: Trish, I'm so curious. Do, are our feelings? Do our feelings ever indicate anything other than energy in a feeling, like no. the energy that comes through us? Last week we we're talking about us being energy balls. Like, is there a different? Like, this is my fat energy, and this is my like, ooh, you're a hot mama energy, and this is my I'm on top of the earth, or is it just energy?
2: I hear what you're saying about, yeah, like I, so I feel like I have two sides. I, I hear that. Yes, you're right about the energy. And then, you know, when the thoughts start coming in, I go to that, like that space where I define the energy.
0: Because you have a brain. Yes,
2: I define it. So I put a definition on the end of the day, feeling tired, it's hot,
0: you're fat, I feel fat. So what does fat feel like? I'm hearing tired.
2: Yeah. Tired. I mean, it, it was a day, like it was like the end of the day. It was like, you know, after working eight hours, you know, it was, um, you know, taking care of some household needs, not finishing all the household needs that I have on my agenda that I think I need to do in order to be complete.
0: So uncomfortable equals fat.
2: And I, I just, it just came to my head. Like Uncomfortable equals fat because I didn't accomplish everything I set out to for the day, which is in all honesty, unreasonable. Right. So that's fat because I'm fat. So I can't get stuff done.
0: Oh, that's an interesting story.
2: <laughs> it sure is. It's, it's nasty. It's a nasty story.
0: So you're fat according to what, according to who? To a BMI. That's an arbitrary number.
2: Right. Right. And the fact that I don't have the energy to to work all day, to keep ho- up with every single household thing, to want to go out and like go for a walk and do all these things that like someday I, I hope to fit in.
0: So Patricia, do you think that people of all body types, sizes, shapes, disabilities, heights, have the feeling of I can't measure up to my expectations and I feel like I should be able to walk further, faster, not be tired, do the all the stuff on the list?
2: Logically, yes. I believe that they do. If I'm looking at this from the perspective of knowing what I know that yes, people, because I've heard them, they've told me, you know, like, I don't do that. I don't get all that done. I just sometimes just want to veg out and, and not do anything. So I know that And then I, and then I go towards that expectation for myself. Like I should do
0: more. So why are the, why are you the exception though to that rule?
2: It's, it's funny you ask that because I always say I'm always the exception. I'm always the one that's not going to get it. I'm always the one that's not going to understand it. And I'm like, I feel like this is like a woe is me, you know, like you're just so special. But I, I just have this, like, if it's not perfect, it's not worth it. It's not worthy. And I'm not worthy. So what I put out into the world is my worth.
0: Say that again. I'm not worthy. So what I put out to the world is my worth.
2: Is my worth. Yes. Yes. If I put it out and everything's right and everything's perfect and everything can pick back up with, this is going down a big hole, but you know, if, if someone can come in and just take over, then I feel like I've done my worth. Like, I, I don't know where. It's a big burden. It's it's truly a big burden. It's it's a weight. It feels like very heavy right now, like weight wise, energy wise.
0: So, well, because it is a huge burden and a huge weight, literally. Like, yeah. who are you here to serve? Whose life experience are you supposed to be having on this form Earth?
2: And then here we go again. I know that it's my own because it can't be anybody else's. Patricia, I I,
0: I actually don't want you to answer from the understanding because we'll just clarify you are a great coach. So we know, we know what the coaching answers are. Yeah. What's the (laughs) Patricia answer right now?
2: Yeah. But the Patricia answer is I find my worth in other people and their, and their agreement that I did a good job. I find my worth in having it all done, having it all complete and having it all perfect and- so,
0: And Can your worth be there by knowing that you did what you saw best to do in a moment,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: in a time and a space with whatever resources, which equals energy and a bunch of other things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. time, right,
2: mm-hmm. that
0: you could do. And just by showing up and being you, that's that's enough. Like that is, that's good enough mm-hmm. for you.
2: I feel like that is, is great to say, and it's great in concept, but I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where to understand that or to feel that.
0: I just don't. Are there times that you feel present with yourself?
2: Yes, I would say so. Yes, there are times. I love it. I love the feeling of being present with myself. I love the feeling of doing what brings me joy and feeling like good enough like I don't know, I don't know where it comes from that I I believe we have to suffer in order to be happy. There has it has to be hard.
0: Why can't you be good enough? Like right now, what's stopping you from seeing you're good? En- Is this a word? Good enoughness, Rob? Is this a word?
1: I try to build the up as much as I possibly can when it comes to this stuff. To me, I guess. To me, I mean, I have my own issues when it comes to thought of, of self worth. I, I at the same time can almost treat them like the, it's only a thought and I let it pass. But I do try to do as much encouraging as I possibly can with Patricia. And I know she's, this is something that she's always struggled with when we've done any kind of weight loss in a traditional way or, or following specific diets or, or just taking walks. Yeah, I think just the same as my situation, I think there's a lot of thoughts that just jumble up and play in there. It makes it a little bit difficult.
0: So we'll check in with Rob, and then we're going to zoom way out, Patricia. So we'll come back to this, okay?
2: Sure, absolutely. I'm sorry, Maria. I feel like I'm such a bad, (laughs) bad client. Like I'm a bad, like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. So there is
0: no bad, and how you showed up in this call is perfect
1: you're not sugarcoating or saying everything's sweet. So that's, you're you're telling the truth. That's, that's the way That's what we want.
0: Yeah. And there's going to be other people who are like, yeah, thanks for telling the truth because that's how Mm -hmm. I feel too. And we don't hear these stories enough. Yeah. And I don't,
2: yeah. And I don't tell the truth enough. Okay. So let's, yeah, whatever you, whatever, I guess we're going to (laughs) wrap. It's fine with me.
1: (laughs) Well, since our last conversation, I I did have to get on a scale Mm. and I, Didn't see any game, which was good. But ultimately, I followed the path of I didn't think, (laughs) really think about much. Mm. Now, the one thing that Patricia had been asking about is I don't think you're eating healthy because I just don't find myself very hungry. Like I can go from the minute I get up in the morning, if I have a nice big bottle of water, I'm good through lunchtime. And then I might have something then and then have something at dinner and Maybe something like later on in the evening, but just something really small. Like I might grab a piece of ham and a little piece of cheese or something like that. But but that's pretty much, I mean, I can, I can really go, and this has always been something. It's almost like I was always trained you have to eat at A, B, and C, like we talked about. Like, you have, oh, here's breakfast, lunch, dinner. But mm-hmm. I've never been that way. It's something I've done just because I've had to at that time. They'll go, yeah. it's lunchtime. But but following this this week I've noticed I really haven't wanted much to do with food, to be honest.
0: Interesting. And and are there is that just what's shown up to you this week, Rob, or was there an intention there? Like No intention. I mean that's the
1: thing is it's the whole part of just not thinking about the food yeah. or thinking about the scheduled meal or whatever. And it, it just seems to fall into place.
0: So beyond food, did anything else show up for you this week?
1: Well, regular work day showed up. Of course, it always seems there's more work than day um, available to get stuff done. I try to go through those thoughts as best as I can and, and filter them out as I'm doing the best I can with the time I have. And and that works through. But as far as situations where I would get to the point where I would run out to the kitchen, especially now with work at home, yeah, I saw myself drinking more water than actually going for food because that's actually what I wanted. Wow. it It really was It was a different
0: change for me over the last week. Rob, you know, it's not even so much of what we're doing or what we're not doing. Mm -hmm. What I want to say in this conversation is I, in seeing you, and I know that your audience can't necessarily see you the way I can, Mm -hmm. I notice a calm. As long as I'm not involved with work right at that moment, there there is a calm. So I feel like we should dig in with you more about the work stuff, less about the food stuff and dig in with Patricia a little bit more about the, I was born good enough stuff and a little less about mm-hmm. the food stuff. Maybe. Sounds
2: perfect. Yeah. You're-
0: is that okay to pivot like
2: that? Yeah. That whatever you Whatever you think, Maria. Yes, absolutely.
0: So I know that both of you have a spiritual grounding. So I'm just going to ask a really innocent question because I don't know what your belief is. What is your belief about our role on this earth? Are you comfortable sharing that?
2: You want to go first?
1: I'll go first. Okay.
0: My personal belief has always been that we are here
1: to do some form of good and and to, to live the best life that we possibly can. That That's pretty much my thoughts in a nutshell.
0: Can I ask, what does living the best life that we possibly can kind of mean? <sighs>
1: I would see it as,
0: as kindness to others,
1: try to judge less, not saying that it doesn't happen from time yeah. to time, but, but that's, that's kind of how I've always thought about it and trying to put your best self out there as well that that's probably my underscore of of any issues i have is a
0: lot of the vagueness (laughs) that i use is definitive so and yet i I know where you're going with it rob that's all the stuff that we don't need to even necessarily describe i get i get Mm -hmm. the feel of where you're going with that
1: i i think Mm that the the thing is i as i go forward also is is the weight thing has always been a problem to me and it's been a yo-yo issue i mean at one point, I had lost uh, at least 50 pounds and I would walk every day. I would drink tons of water. I would follow the the different programs that, that have been prescribed. And I, and I felt good when I walked. And, and that's the thing is, it's almost like when I was walking, I mean, I'm not gonna kid anybody. Exercise is not my friend, <laughs> but, but in those times of walking, I felt a peace. I really did. The more I did it, the more I wanted to do it. And it was very strange because I'm not, I recall at the time when I was doing that well, I don't know if it was more of a spiritual peaceness overall, including at work at the time, but I would go out if it was a hundred degrees out that day and walk, I would go out in the middle of sleet and 10 below in a gigantic like parka and walk. In any weather conditions at that time, But then something had pivoted at that point, I think, where not only do I deal with work, but I also like to volunteer for organizations here and there, which is, um, in my case, I guess, becomes kind of like suckerville because I get sucked in and then I'm the sucker who ends up with all the work. And so as a result, I think all of the time that I was spending doing that, that that other part of me disappeared. And it's been a tough time to try to come back to that.
0: Because the habit is kindness to others, best self for others. Yeah. To do for others. And this is what I'm hearing for, from Patricia too, is would you add anything else to, to Rob's definition of what he sees as our role on earth, your role on this earth?
2: I I see it as there's a being that keeps it all together. For me, it's God. And yeah. I pray. Um, maybe not traditional. Um, We were like, we both of us, you know, grew up Catholic. I personally don't consider myself, even though it's hard to say, I've been extremely disappointed with the Catholic church. Um, So I don't find myself in any organized religion at this point, (laughs) but that there was a lot of grief with that because it was my identity, but I still pray. I still have like, you know, my crosses and and things like that. And I still, um, but I also tend toward, I tend toward God is not a a being that I can't access in, in, in immediately. I feel God is always, God is in me. God is in you. You know, there's a big connection with all of us. And I feel that now, like I, I just felt like it was, I had to repent in order to find my peace and God. And I, and now I know different. And so I say a lot of times I can't wake up in the morning without God. And I, you know, so, so that's where I come from. Um, I don't preach to people, but I also enjoy the spiritualness of it. And, you know, when I talk to people, I'm like, you know, I'll pray for you or, you know, I'll conclude you in my thoughts and, and prayers. And, and I mean it. And I do it, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, you know, but I I do mean it. And I just, I've seen too much evidence that there's such goodness in this world to not believe in something.
0: So I'm hearing this definition of, you know, child of God, like, you know, there's love, there's this connection. Mm -hmm. And then we sort of skip over Patricia and Rob and we go to kindness Mm -hmm. for others and best self. Where mm. are Patricia and Rob in this whole equation? Wow. Maria. <laughs> the, Maria,
2: there, I'm crying here. There's the question
1: that, oh my that you brought. this probably the same question <laughs> that I brought to myself over the years, but never had the strength to actually answer it.
0: So really, how do we serve others if we're not serving ourselves? They say that, you know, on the airplane, they say give yourself oxygen before you save your child or the person next to you. Not because... We're trying to be selfish, but because we literally need the oxygen to support somebody else. Yes. So if you're not giving yourself oxygen, how can you expect to meet any of that expectation list? And Patricia, like, how do you even do what you do?
2: Exactly. And so- yeah, right now, coming to me though is like, no wonder why you're so exhausted. Like, you know, giving from what little you, from what little I, of myself and it explains to me why i'm exhausted and burned out like really like i don't know what that means burned out but like just unfulfilled maria to be honest with you unfulfilled
0: well you guys are this excellent team that supports each other so much to give to all around you whether you know them or not to actually take the time to pray for somebody yeah Yeah, And so I don't know, can you give yourself permission to explore and be curious about what it actually means to show kindness to yourself, to each other, like to, to keep it in a bubble for a little bit until you can get the energy back? You tell me. Oh my
2: God. Yes. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm just like in tears because- there's just so much evidence of us not doing that. You know, we enjoy, like, we enjoy this podcast. This is our way to connect. This is our way to, um, you know, have others share what we love and what we enjoy, but that's like a really our only time that we get together, that it's special for us. And, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm crying everybody listening <laughs> because it's, it's the truth. It's true. Yeah. I would. Yes. 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 And I, 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 like to think that we're a triangle, like, you know, like the three of us in our family, we're a triangle, but do the actions support that? Not all the
0: time. Well, how do we show kindness to each of those, you know, pieces of the triangle? Myself, mm-hmm. myself and Rob, mm-hmm. Rob and Hannah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when that perfect triangle is sort of just balanced and unbalanced, because that is perfection too. Right. Mm -hmm. Positive attracts positive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your presence is showing kindness to people, right? You showing up just being you right now is enough. And that is showing kindness. Being open hearted Mm -hmm. is showing kindness. Mm. Uh, What's the measure of success here? Is Is it showing up to every club and doing everything on the task list? Or picking one thing so that you have time for your walk, for mm-hmm. your family time, for you guys to connect beyond the podcast. Mm. Giving to others doesn't mean it's all or nothing so that the nothing is on the individual end and on the triangle end and the all is to everybody else. I kind of, I always use this piggy bank analogy and it's like debits and credits in the piggy bank, right? Mm-hmm. We always have to, you know, debits and credits work as long as we keep putting credits back. But if, if every time you give to a... Uh, you know a colleague at work a friend a neighbor Mm -hmm. the charity the community the neighborhood and you put no debits back in what happens you end up sitting on the bed going i feel fat beating yourself up all that means is man i'm exhausted i forgot to put some money back in the bank oh yeah and here's the thing do we really ever want to get the piggy bank into the line of credit or do we want to keep a reserve for patricia rob and hannah for the triangle Mm. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: for the line of credit.
2: <laughs> yeah. I am too. Cause it's like ships passing and, and time passing and I'll get to it when, you know, like, that's what I'll say. I'll say, I'll get, we'll, we'll be able to do this once this is cleaned up, once this is organized, once this is done, once this is, but it's like, there's never an end, you know, like, well, today we went out, you know, which was nice. We both, you know, were able to adjust our schedule and we were able to, do something. And it was, it was lovely, you know, the three of us. And we're, we're starting to do that more mm-hmm. to give more to ourselves.
1: I think we've gotten to a point too, where we've given so much to even other family and friends. And there's certain situations where if we don't do something, it's like, it was expected. <laughs> and then we feel kind of bad about that.
0: There's the guilt. Okay. So that, how is that serving you and how is that serving them? Mm. well it's
1: to me personally it's serving them very well
0: it's, it's not serving us really at all when people become dependent on us though is it really serving them
2: i was just gonna say maria like i feel like if i begrudgingly have to do something then i'm not giving my all to them which isn't it isn't nice it isn't right like to to just like oh i have to do this so i'm gonna give you like this amount of time
0: mm-hmm. and well and really even weird. when hannah has been going through her milestones she learned how to feed herself go to the bathroom would it have been easier if you just did it for her <laughs> she probably would have enjoyed us to do that <laughs> yeah.
1: we, but, but you're right we we got to a point we're here here's how you do yeah. it yeah yeah and it's what made her as independent as she is.
2: It's funny though. Cause with her, like, I'm like, you're, I'm not raising you to be, I, my philosophy is I'm not raising her to be dependent on us because she's not, we're not always going to be here. And I, I don't want her to like leave the nest and not have, know how to do things. So, but with other people, I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it. It's just easier if I just do it.
0: Uh-huh. So it's why not, is that? Why is that? Because it's different for adults in our life yeah <laughs> we've always coined
1: the phrase irish guilt is what we've always <laughs> that's pretty much what it is guilt and it's not just us it's other members of the family as well there's always this if you don't do it you're you know
2: yeah
1: either they'll put a guilt complex on you or not say a word just make you feel guilt
0: okay so passive aggressiveness and the guilt complex is that yours is, is that yours do you like no. no no so why do we feel guilty then <laughs> cool. Cause it's habitual because people right. in our families really know how to pull the guilt trip
2: yeah it's kind of like when we start changing the pieces on the game you know like we start changing things up and start not doing and it's like
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know the phone calls stop you know like and and certain things are said and certain like
0: underhanded comments i love the phrase we teach people how to treat us mm. yeah we And I hear people say it all the time. well, we we teach people. What does that actually mean though?
1: I think it sounds just like this. We've, we've allowed it basically. We've allowed other people by, by our actions to do what we do, but then we have that guilt from it. And it's kind of saying
0: I'm okay to be second. I'm okay to be second in my life.
2: Yeah. And then I, and then I argue that not, you know, you know what I mean? But I, I, bring back like the selfishness, then you're selfish. If you put yourself first, you're selfish. So,
0: so you can do a hundred great things for somebody and say, we do let's just for, for easy math, we do a hundred great things for other people and a hundred great things for us. Are we selfish? If we take away from them. Yeah. But we are going to take away from them when we exhaust ourselves and we have no oxygen and we end up in the bed totally burnt out because we've not prioritized ourselves we are going to take away from them in the end because we're going to burn out i don't know i just i know I, I
2: i hear you i i hear what you're saying and it, it's
1: do 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 till you're in the hospital and yeah. then they don't come to visit you anyways because they're just they're dependent upon you
0: well what's the definition of selfish let's look at this I'm so curious about this selfish mm. i'm literally googling it lacking consideration for other people Could you even try to lack consideration for other people? I I actually can't even imagine that. I'm not just saying that. Lacking consideration for other people. Concerned chiefly with one's own profit or pleasure.
1: We've always joined clubs and ended up poorer than when we started working.
0: Probably in many facets, right? Or yeah. pleasure. You're you right. Know? You're right
1: in many facets, financially, uh, mentally.
0: Time, uh, right? Yeah. You're right. Giving to others, giving somebody a listening ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so is something like, I can't help you with that, but let's brainstorm who might be able to, or what organization you go to, or what you could Google to find out somebody to find the answer to the how-to video. No, like I, I can't imagine you going like, "Oh well, not my problem." Dropping the mic, see you later.
2: Mm. Inside,
0: we no. can feel that way. Yeah, and yeah, but, <laughs> but then I would be like, it.
2: "Oh my God, the guilt, the
0: guilt." Here we go again, the mm-hmm. guilt.
2: You know, if I ever, if I ever even attempted to do that.
0: I well help but okay, so what's helping? Because helping isn't doing for necessarily unless I'm misunderstanding.
2: Um no, it's it's definitely more of a doing for than a helping. And I just I'm mixing up those definitions because to me this is a lifelong thing. It's it's very conditioned for me. Um full disclosure. Um, I was doing things at my, like when I was very young that were not appropriate for a child to be doing, um, you know, taking care of things, cooking, cleaning, Uh and then feeling guilty and then feeling bad if, you know, I didn't do.
0: So, so that was, that was the circumstances. That was the role that you grew up in. It creates a physiological imprint because it just does in a human suit right right and you served for like 50 years 40 years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that good enough like can you start living for Patricia now
2: i keep saying this is so i don't know i don't know i'm just going to say it. if i make it to 90 then i still have half of my life to live
0: okay so you're going to make it to 90 yeah good mm-hmm.
2: then i need to start living for myself
0: and yet what is showing up when you say that is is it the selfishness the what is the 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 then, thing. Yeah.
2: Then things have to change. Then I need to start saying no. I can't tell you how many times I Google, like how to say no or how to like put yourself first or how to,
0: does it have to be so black and white? Like let's take baby steps. Okay. So what's a jet, like, let's come up with an arbitrary scenario where you could actually say that doesn't work for me. What's something that might come up?
2: Hmm. I don't, I'm trying to think, um, arbitrary. Okay.
0: Can you bring me to the doctor's appointment?
2: Yeah. Okay. That's a good one.
0: I have a doctor's appointment in two days, Tom. Can you take some time off work to bring no. me to the doctor's appointment? I can't. We're swamped. Well,
1: first of all, that that's too much. That's too much notice. Usually it's, it's less notice than that. Usually it's oh, in the morning. I have an appointment today at two. Can you take me?
0: Oh, you're in that, you're in my household. Oh, this is like my life. Oh, hey, so I can work with this. Yeah. Okay. So I have a two o'clock appointment Mm -hmm. I forgot to tell you about and it's a half hour away can you take me Mm yeah we teach people how to treat us so I appreciate that you have a two o'clock appointment Mm -hmm. it's not enough notice Mm -hmm. so you either make the decision to take the two or you say or is how does it feel to say you know in the future I know doctor's appointments work how they work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but realistically to rearrange a schedule I need like three days notice, four days, like that's a yeah. baby step. It, does, see, it doesn't have to be like, I'm never doing anything for you again. Yes. If you leave it last minute where I actually, it causes me stress and exhaustion to try to finagle my day around for you. I'm already telling you to know if you give me proper notice and it works, you know, and I can make it work. And mm-hmm. it's probably a yes, or it's a yes. Sometimes. Right. Right
2: there's a lot of responsibility I feel for others. Um, Making sure everybody's okay. So there's part of that too. So like, for instance, like even like with my mom, I'll call her and are you, are you okay? Did you take care of this and that and this and that? (laughs) She's like, no you know whatever and i'm like well i i told you you have to call that you know and no or even like rob i'm like you have to call the dentist Uh did you call the dentist no then i'll do it for you i'll just call them i'll just make the appointment
1: but i don't put you on the hook to call he
2: won't he'll say no still but like that's what i i'm also like dealing with like where like, but that's
0: the habit, Patricia, like, because you were a child and you did that for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's just ingrained to you to do it. You probably do it subconsciously, I'm going to guess.
2: Yeah. You know what, Maria, too? A, a friend of mine, this is like just a story, but it's just, I I don't know why I think it's just relevant, but my friend slept over when we were in college and we came out and my dad was sitting there waiting for his breakfast and I went and I got like his coffee, cause you always had two mugs of coffee and I made his breakfast. And she said to me later, she's like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. She said, why do you do that for your dad? And I said, well, I just always did ever, you know cause I thought that that was love. I thought that was love. And um, she's like, he's perfectly capable. I don't know why you do that. And I didn't stop doing it but I got mad at her. because mm. She pointed it out.
0: So you just weren't comfortable hearing it at the time and that's okay.
2: Yeah, and now I look at it and I think, I would never expect my daughter to do that. And my husband wouldn't expect her to do that.
1: I don't expect you to do it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I know. And that's the thing. Like, even when we were young, like even when we were first married and I was like, Oh, dinner, 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 dinner was such a big deal. It was always such a big deal. And he went and he made a sandwich out of meatloaf. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, I like meatloaf sandwiches. I'm like, you don't eat meatloaf sandwiches if you make mashed potatoes and green beans. And like, Food is so important and the presentation of it. And we don't use paper plates in our house was always like in my, you know, my growing up house, we always use dishes and Rob's like, just use paper plates. No big deal. And I'm still like, every time I grab the paper plate, I think to myself, I should be using a dish. Like, it's silly. It's, like, all these silly, like, I don't know.
0: But it's not silly, though, because it is the atmosphere that you grew up in, the, thing, the message that you probably heard how many of thousands of times. And so it's familiar. It is. But it's not a rule.
2: Yes. Yes. And even though we're married, what, 21 years now?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I still have that. So
0: can you start to just play with these rules? Like when the, you should come up with a, like we don't use paper plates. Like how would it feel to break some of these rules like on purpose? Like get a pack of 10 paper plates in the next 10 meals, whatever they are, eat them on paper plates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like start having fun breaking some of these rules that just don't Like, it doesn't really matter if you use paper plates, China plates, if you use the Queen of England's plates. But it's just the fact of let's, let's be bad, Patricia. Let's start breaking some of these rules and see what it feels like. Yeah. And
1: you can do that sometimes. Because like you've said, why do we save the fine dining plates for like fine occasions? Might as well appreciate
2: them now. Yeah.
1: So in some ways and she I, can do it, Maria, but other, other cases, yeah. it's just.
2: Like I took up all my like fine China stuff that I was storing. Like, cause I was like, oh, I'm, you know, storing it all the time. And I use it and I broke a couple things and I'm like, well, oh, screw it. Like, <laughs> but but I that like message. Your... go ahead.
0: But here's the difference. It's the, the stuff that's sticky is the messages in childhood. Okay. So you're okay because the, you haven't heard the message as much. Like, So you broke a couple of really nice and you're fine with that because it's not as sticky. So I want you to play with the sticky, sticky stuff. stuff. Okay. That um, not saying yes to the two o'clock appointment, the... So and so comes over, and I always have their cup of coffee ready. I'm not going to this time. Mm. Like, Rob, could could you get on the same page with me? Like, we want Patricia to be a bad girl for like this next week. Like, that, bad girl that works for me. That works for me. Ah! <laughs> on the sticky stuff.
2: Okay. <gasps> I'm excited. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. I'm like excited and like holy crap. <laughs>
1: You're right meat love sandwiches on paper plates yes
0: meat love sandwiches on paper plates <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I can't do that for you right now I can in a week from now yeah because Rob and Hannah and I have a full day play date and so that's mm-hmm. a, but from a week Ooh. if you still need it done in a week from now I'm there for you oh wow hmm. helping others doesn't mean help others on their agenda On their time with the with their expectations helping others is about helping others how you can when you can, making sure that you still have oxygen. It Mm. doesn't mean let me stop living my life to take care of you and give you your two cups of coffee and your breakfast while I'm vacuuming and trying to parent at the same time.
2: Mm. Oh, I'm quiet. How do you get to this age and still have these childhood? We all do. Yeah.
0: They're imprinted that that's the habit they're imprinted on us physiologically so so all we're doing in this understanding is starting to be aware of where those imprints are and deciding for ourselves if you want to live according to that or not if you, if it's comfortable and you still come out and you're like i used i used dollar store plates for the last seven days i never want to see a dollar store plate again okay who cares or you might come out to be like you know what I'm going to have a note on my fridge that says help yourself drinks when you come in the house like, I don't know what that looks like it doesn't really matter mm. or you might decide that some of those childhood rules feel good to you that's cool too but just what if you could just give yourself permission to try to do things a little differently and see what actually serves Patricia because by serving you it doesn't mean you don't serve others okay you're not okay. Ex- They're not mutually exclusive, right? It's not an or... or. Yeah, black or white. Yeah,
2: yeah. Live in the gray, I guess. Because I do, I do, everything's black. It's like this or this. That's it. There's no, a lot of times there's no gray. But I'm slowly seeing where it doesn't always have to be that way. Hmm. In some aspects. But this is still the sticky. Okay.
0: So... You know, the mullet hairdo was like back in. It's all the rage for 2021 and 2022, apparently. Oh, okay. Okay. So business in the front, party in the back, right? Okay. Okay. Even a mullet hairdo has a transition. They're still gray, even in a mullet. Say more. Nothing has to be black and white. If you think about anything, form, formless, hmm Aren't there tons of shades of gray and mm-hmm. pink and blue and yellow? It's our attachment to this or this that makes it black and white. That's the world as a whole. Everybody all wants everything nothing. black or white. All or nothing. Yes. All and or there nothing. isn't. And maybe that's part of what we're all trying to I don't know. Like, is that part of what this life lesson is trying to teach us that there is no black and white? That living life means being able to to be silly and fun and charismatic and responsible and not responsible, I don't know. But the one thing I'm really challenged to see is how God would put us on this earth and not make us good enough. How would he put us on this earth having to earn our place in this life? Isn't that just part of like being born? Like, you know, aren't we born good enough with everything we need to be good enough? Do we have to earn that? That's a very recent concept for me. Yeah.
2: Very recent. So can we
0: play with the things that seem Mm. like they have some attachment to, if I do it this way, it's not good enough. Can you party more, Patricia, with all this stuff?
2: Party more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely put my feet in the water.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Put a toe in the water. I'm not saying do everything overnight.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: but, but. As it comes to you during the week, what can you really play with to go, you know what? I've always thought it has to be this way. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen if I do it this way? Or I respond differently.
2: The only thing is then I have this one over here who's <laughs> I have Rob who's gonna say, Are you having fun? Are you having fun? Remember what Maria said, You having fun? Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: good. Good. <laughs> cool. It's going to drive me crazy, but isn't life. Yeah. Well, you can tell them I'm, I'm, I'm having so much fun. I'm going to tape your mouth shut with streamers. I'm going to so <laughs> tie you up, <laughs> tie you up,
2: whatever comes to you. Wow. Permission, <laughs> permission to be, be me, whatever that even means. I don't even know what that means.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm the, curious. Yes. Like, Maybe right now it's your time just to figure that out mm. for you, not for whoever, you know, thinks yeah. you should be, whatever. I don't know.
2: Yeah. And who knows if they really, that's theirs. Like I'm thinking of, you know, that's their thing, right? Cause yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, It's not like we haven't heard it before either. That concept. I remember. Yeah. It's on, it's on them. It's not. You. Yeah.
2: I remember wearing like something low. Like lower, and it, you know, a shirt or whatever. And, you know, oh, a V
0: neck. Yeah, something.
2: it was like a V neck. And my mom's like sitting across from me and she's like pulling on her shirt and she's pulling it up and pulling it up. And I'm like, Are you talking to me? <laughs> so then I'm like, I look down. I'm like, there, There's nothing showing. Like, I don't have much to show anyway, but I'm like, There's nothing showing. And I'm like, Every time I go to get a V shirt, I'm like, Don't get a V shirt
1: but then there was that situation with the dress.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did say, screw it. There, and was I a, a dress. there was a
1: dress for a wedding and it was, it was a beautiful dress.
2: Oh, it's the one I have in my picture on Instagram. <laughs> it's yeah. the
1: one. Yeah. It's the Instagram photo. <laughs> and she said, I can't, my mother won't let me wear this. I said, buy the damn dress. <laughs> I said, it's beautiful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, I said, was like, and
1: it, and it look, it's you
2: yeah at like 45 years old I'm like my mother won't let me wear
1: and it was funny because I think because you you went to the door of the store yeah and I think she was in the car yeah she's going oh my gosh oh my and I said buy it buy it
2: (laughs) (laughs) and I wore it and I was like oh my gosh you know it was so not me but maybe it's you you can have more than one dress it's so not it was so I don't know how do you explain that though it's like I loved it I felt okay I felt self conscious with my mother, but a part of me was like, I love it. So, where's that like, you know? That's
0: that part of you that says, I love it. That's the space within. That's you. Yes. And the rest of the experience was the habitual thinking from mom.
2: And I know my mom doesn't listen to this, but if anybody's listening, you know, <laughs> tells my oh, no.
0: mom. <laughs> it, it'll, get back.
2: it'll get back to her. But no, I don't care. I don't, I don't care, mom. <laughs>
0: No, but here's the thing is like, we all have this experience with our parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've and had probably Hannah years. will have it with you too, right? Because yeah. we see yep. life through our lens. Yes. We're wearing yep. these sunglasses that are our sunglasses. Right, mm-hmm. right.
2: Yeah. And, and that brings me to the one time, you're right, because Hannah came out with the dress on and mm-hmm. it was wrinkled and I said- Oh, you're but I I didn't see it. I didn't see it in the light. And then when I saw it in the light, I told her she looked beautiful when I saw it. And then when I saw it in the light, I'm like, that's so wrinkled. She goes, I forget exactly what she said. Oh, mom, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. And I let her wear it. She had to go to something for the school. And I was like, Okay, you know, that's okay. And I'm like, okay, how many excuses am I going to have to make with the other moms? And I'm like, just shut your mouth. Don't make excuses with the other moms. They don't care. Then she wore it with my mom and my mom made her go get dre- right? redressed. So my mom said to me, oh, I went and I made her go get redressed. And I said, mom, I said, she doesn't mean to be perfect. And my mother kind of like her whole expression changed. And she goes, you're right. So it's her who gave to me from her mother. Like, so it's yeah, generational. And she learned
1: a little bit about that one because I because Hannah actually made that a part of a complaint. I can't believe that I had to get redressed.
2: <laughs> She's very strong. Like, I love that about Hannah is she mm-hmm. says, I can't believe you you said that to me, or I can't believe you made me do that. And I'm like, I really wish I could have I wish I
0: could still say that
2: <laughs> now, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, a- but
0: I think you're right. Like, you know, every generation just passes on more stuff innocently from mm-hmm. the generation before. And it's all a hundred percent innocent. Mm-hmm. And then we grow up and at some point we wake up and we have to unlearn it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. We woke up. <laughs> Good morning.
0: <Yeah. laughs> so now it's like, Oh, where do like, when I notice that I just need to unlearn this, or I notice that this comes from who cares where, but you know, it's a family trait that's moved on. Yeah. How do I navigate through that? And giving yourself permission to do that. My dad is a very negative thinker. I love him with all my heart. Raised three girls on his own. And I took the same family role with Patricia. He worked three jobs. So he was doing everything. It was mm-hmm. going to be me. So I was like a surrogate. Yeah. And for my sister's, and my, I love my dad because if you say, well, I love my dad, period. Yes. But if you say my sink is leaking, he lives 20 minutes away and he'll be on my doorstep in 22 minutes with the tools going, I'm here to fix it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Which is sweet, but that's not my expectation. Right. So when he calls me to say, I need that doctor's appointment changed. He expects it in 22 minutes with my laptop going, I'm here to fix it. Yes. Uh-huh. But that's not how I. I can't run my world that way. Yes. Yep.
2: Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: But that doesn't make me a bad daughter. I'm gonna. I'm gonna help him. Yeah. It can't yeah. be in 22 minutes though. Wow. Yeah. And so sometimes just giving people in our lives a heads up that we're changing the rules is helpful. They might not like it.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: But it's helpful to navigate the conversation of. I'm really trying to find my balance in life. And so my priority is helping you. Yeah. But it just might not be as fast as I usually do. Or I might ask one of my other sisters to take on a role for you.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So homework for you, Patricia, this week might be to notice. It. You decide what you want to take and what you don't. Okay. But to notice what you notice about the, just the rules that show up that we just never question. Mm.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: And hmm, that thing that shows up that kind of seems like maybe isn't aligned with me. What can I do to play with this a little bit? Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's fun.
2: That's fun. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Is that feeling like it's sitting okay with you? It is.
2: It is. And you know what, Maria, the focus is off of the food, even though I know it's all probably the same thing. (laughs) Like the, the the rules and right you know it just seems like I'm freer
0: yeah because you know what Patricia I don't know how you wouldn't eat after sitting like literally doing everything for everybody and then sitting on a bed and believing that feeling of that message of I'm fat like yeah I'm gonna go eat too I'm gonna eat for you feeling that way Mm. do you see how that's so such an outcome of how you're experienced the moment, how you're, you are experiencing the day. Wow. Like, why wouldn't you be eating? I don't, I don't know many people who wouldn't be.
2: Wow. What are you thinking? (laughs) It's like, I I feel like it just opened up so much.
0: Rob, your wife's going to go rogue. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) I'm I'm ready. (laughs) Oh. And so, Rob, when you were talking about commitments to other people, work commitments, organizational commitments, charities, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we just talked with Patricia about her kind of good enough. Did any, was anything showing up for you in that conversation? It actually was. Um,
1: and I've actually tried to take steps because I've tried to back off some of the organizational stuff all the time. Because it seems like whenever I get involved, I don't strive to end up running the place. But that seems to always happen. I guess it's for some reason everybody sees the leadership thing that I still to this day don't see. But I mean, self-admittedly, I am pretty good at it, I guess, because it happens. But even at work, um, just going day to day, doing my job best I can. I move up a rung, move up a rung, and now I'm running the department. Um, some days I question whether or not I'm doing a good job or not, but I always get excellent feedback from the people above me. So I guess I'm doing something right. I think that's what it comes down to is I have, I have to finally get to a point in my life. And it's not like I wasn't told as a child, cause my father, my father had the love there, but he, he had a crazy relationship with his father and, and family as a kid as well. So it was like, he didn't say the, I love you all the time at that mm-hmm. time. He does now in the later years, but I mean, we were never really very close and he was always, well, why do you need to eat that? What are you doing this? I would, I would hide a plate here and there mm-hmm. at the time as a kid. Cause okay, well I'm hungry, but I can't eat in front of him. Mm. But then I had my mother who is the parallel opposite of you're wonderful. You're fantastic. You're talented. But at the same time though, she would be thrilled at the fact that people, oh, you know, I can't believe that he's your son. You look like brother and sister. Yeah, he's my brother <laughs> type of thing. So she thrived that as well. And I don't know if it, I guess whenever I had too much attention put on me, I didn't want to be the center of the attention. So I think maybe the over overkill on from my mother's part of how good I was, I just didn't sink in or didn't want it to sink in. So those are kind of the things that have, that have been long-term with me.
0: So you don't want to be center of attention, yet you're naturally center of attention no matter what you do, because you're just a leader and you're charismatic and that's who you were born to be. And that's, that's the crazy dilemma that, <laughs> that I'm in. And that, that's so, the thing. So what if you could just honor the fact that you have something crazy to give to this world and sometimes that makes you center of attention and maybe it's a cool thing, Rob.
1: Well, as the childhood introvert, it's kind of tough, but as, as the years have gone by, I've, I've gotten better at it, but it's, it's still a work in progress.
0: But do you ever ask yourself, Rob, what do I want to gain from this experience that I'm in? I never usually ask that
1: because it goes back to the serving others thing.
0: Patricia, can you start to ask Rob, what do you want to gain in that experience? Mm, Because here's the thing. In gaining what you want, you're gonna serve others that way, right? Like if you mm-hmm. want to be part of a community because you just love the people and you want to be there mm-hmm. for the love, you're showing up as your greatest love leadership, Rob, in that hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that serve others? It does. If you're if you wanna give your your broadcasting voice and you decide to do a podcast for them, or you you decide to teach them how to start one on your own on their mm-hmm. own. It doesn't mean that you have to actually run, narrowly, fund, da, da 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 the podcast. Right. What do you want to gain out of that experience? Maybe it's mentorship. And you focus mm-hmm. on the mentorship, not everything else. Congratulations. I'll,
1: I'll help you the rest of the way here. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> and it's now, yours now host, Patricia.
0: Patricia. <laughs> and we're going to have a, a segment where I'm handing over the baby to Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. But, but yeah, you're right, Marie. Like, I think like, I don't know, like a more of a narrow focus, like, and yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Small steps, small bites. Yeah. We're not looking to change the world and we're not, we're not, we're not saying to people we're not going to be helpful and still serve, Mm -hmm. but let's prioritize a little bit. So it's manageable so that there's still room for the triangle. You can give and serve a ton to people with intention so that that intention is serving them and serving you. And that's not selfish, Patricia. Okay. You're still giving to others, right? Yeah. Yeah. But in a way that leaves some money in the bank account. Yeah. So that you don't have to draw on all the debt and bury yourself.
2: Oh my gosh, Marie. I just had this thought and I know like, we're kind of like running like over, but this thought of like eating, I'm so empty by the end of the day <gasps> yeah
0: you got to fill like, it up what's filling me up eating is your is your it's your american express it's your amex if you don't get so empty you don't have to use the amex and then i have the debt which is the the weight yeah and then so then you you cash it so you're like oh my amex is like cashed out so now i got to get onto the mastercard and then you walk around with those bills on your back, and you start. Oh. To- so yeah, of course you're going to eat. You would. I don't know why you wouldn't eat.
2: Oh my God, Maria! Bingo! Bing! 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 I feel like <laughs> all the little, all the changes going into the piggy bank. Ding! 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 ding. <laughs>
0: wow! Yeah.
2: It makes so so much sense. It came full circle. Like really.
1: You can cut up those cards.
2: I'm yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I like that. Yeah, and what, what fills my bank? Mm. And that's the, that's the question for Rob. You're going to take that on? That's great. But how are you going to fill your bank while you're going to take that on?
2: I guess that's what you learn is how to fill your bank when you're a kid, like, you know, whatever. And the food.
0: Yeah, you figure, because everything's controlled for you, right? So you learn to fill your bank through food because it was the thing that you had access to. Yes,
2: yes
1: and it was always the answer to everybody else as yeah. well when you were growing up
0: yeah yeah so
2: it was a good thing for everybody so you feel yeah, bad here's know. a sandwich
1: yeah. feel bad here's some still
2: yeah feel bad here it is here it is yeah where it's no it's not it's, oh my gosh i can't wait to play with this this week this is awesome thank you
1: cut, <laughs> and cut up the cards
2: cut up the cards. yeah we don't need the cards <laughs> wow this was powerful thank you very good
0: so we'll check in next week and see what's showing up. And well, thank you very much yes. you for showing up so authentically and honestly, and just for being you. And that makes you, you are good enough. You were born good enough and everything else is, you know, some room to explore.
1: That's only part two, folks, out of four. <laughs> if, <laughs> if if we haven't gotten deep enough for you, and you know what? I think the nice part is, I think in part three and four, I'm not going to tease too much, but you know, I think we have a little bit of a turning around point
2: again. Speechless,
1: <laughs> we, we got and a,
2: that's not me. We got a little, you know. we got
1: a little Donna Summer going there between episode uh, part two and part three here. So um, that's a teaser for what's to come.
2: What is about Donna Summer?
1: Bad girl, bad oh. girl. That, that's what's in this episode, oh, right? I
2: fr- no, I know, but I, I was, th- I don't know why I was thinking the other Donna Summer song.
1: Oh, Last Dance.
2: No, there's another one that's popular.
1: Well, there's a whole bunch of (laughs) songs that are popular, but anyways. Anyway. So if you are interested, here's how to reach out to Maria. It is M-PATH, P-A-T-H. So the letter M-PATH dot c a
2: and be sure to look up her new podcast episodes on eat girl eat and you can find that on um, anywhere actually that podcasts are available in addition if you love this show which we hope you do we would absolutely love if you give us a five star rate and review we have received such beautiful feedback so thank you guys so much for everything. We feel like you're, you're really part of our family and part of our journey.
1: So until next time, my name is Rob. And I'm Patricia. And thank you for joining us on Our Imperfect Life.